What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 189. On this episode, I'm joined by Joe from LimboCast. I talk about my Patreon and merch shop. Then he calls in. Uh, we talk about his band days, um, sweating, winter weather, maple syrup, trailer park boys, hockey, the LimboCast, politics, health insurance, save our children movement, COVID, and then we end with the song by Black Distortion called Ridiculous Predicament. Thanks for checking us out. A podcast with Mo. What up? Uh, first thing I got to get to because I'm calling somebody. So first thing I do when I do that shit is uh, plug all my shit. So um, patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. You can go there. Give me uh, some money. Get early access to the podcast. Give me enough money. Be like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, and Pow Wow. And be the pillars, the columns, the support system of this podcast. Keeps us going. By being a co-producer. And uh, also we have a merch shop. We'll put a link to that. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash apodcastmo. You can go get a cool apodcastmo t-shirt. I'm biased, but I think they're pretty cool. Um, Alright, this episode, I'm going to be calling a Canadian friend of mine. Um, I'll be real honest. Right before I started this, I was like, fuck, I don't even know his name. I think his name is Joe. If not, I'll cut this. And replace it with me saying the correct name. Uh, but I, he just goes by LimboCast everywhere because that's the name of his podcast. So he has a podcast called LimboCast. He's in a band called the Promised Land Band. Uh, we played him back in the day on the music podcast. I've called into the LimboCast a couple times. So anyway, let's um, give him a call and we'll ask him what his name is. That'll be, that'll be the first question maybe. Uh, so yeah. So my first question for you, because I noticed I did a little intro before this. I was like, I don't, I, what is your name? My name is Joe. Yes, I got it right. So I done this whole, like, I'm pretty sure his name's Joe, but I never call him Joe. I call him Limbo cast or That's promise right. land band or yeah. <laughs> anything, anything, but yeah. <laughs> right. So I was like, shit, I hope I got this right. So I feel good about that one. And there um, you go. What is the what's a good intro for you? How would you know for people to to be remember oh you God. by? I don't even know. I don't fucking care. Dude. Just you just say Joe from uh, from LimboCast. Joe from all right, perfect. Because I've I've said that. So you have a podcast. How many episodes do you do a week? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing five a week. That's what I thought, which is fucking crazy. So go yeah, look up LimboCast, all one word. It'll pop right up. Uh, go subscribe to that. I've done two episodes, so people you, can uh, go check that out. And um, so, yeah, you do that. And then I don't know if you're still actively doing your band thing, but I first come to know you through your band, uh, the Promised Land band. You sent in music to our podcast, and we played a couple songs. That's right. So uh, is that still That's a thing? Right. Uh Honestly, it's slowed down. It's slowed down a lot. Um, I I'm not 100 sure why. Me and me and my partner Ron that I'm in that band with, we kind of go through spurts where we'll just fucking like we crushed, we crushed that Limbo album in about two months, and then you know just fucking nothing after that. But you know we played a few shows, and then 
COVID kind of happened and we just sort of fizzled out. We kind of get uh, also winter winter depression around here because it's so fucking cold all the time. <laughs> so right. we don't we didn't really uh, keep in touch that much or whatever. But uh, he, he actually sent me a new song the other day. I'm going to try and do something with, so we'll see. Hell yeah. Um, and you mentioned winter depression is something I actually was talking to my wife about today, which is the exact opposite. See, I'm here in Oklahoma. It's hot as fuck. It's like 100 degrees uh-huh. every day. And a lot of people just think I'm kind of a mean person. And I kind of am, but I'm also kind of a nice dude. You know, I'm a mixture. But really, I'm not mad at people. It's just I fucking hate sweating and I hate being hot. And every day I'm just fucking Bro. sweating. And I'm like, fucking oh, fuck it. I get so pissed off. <laughs> Fucking hey, man! Especially as 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 a as a bigger guy as well, you know that the heat is a fucking pain in the ass. I we get the same temperatures here, and like, fuck, I'm pretty much miserable unless it's fall or spring, right? And then basically, I personally love the winter myself. Yeah, yeah. Now in Oklahoma, we kind of luck out in a way. Because the state doesn't prepare at all for ice storms, even though like every other <laughs> year it'll like cripple the state and then they'll just be okay. like, we have no salt. So everything shut down. And I personally like a good three days of fucking shutting everything down. So seriously, you guys can't drive on that shit. No, no, it, it'll be like, it doesn't necessarily always like black snow. Ice. Right. Yeah. It's like sleet. And then they don't, they just don't um, clear the roads. So oh, okay. like it just like I my grandpa lives in Colorado and I'd visit there and there would be like four foot of snow just piled up next to the road and the roads are okay. fucking clear as shit you know but here yeah. not at all it's like oh no 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 that's too and in, no no honestly even if it's like not really that icy but just a little icy they'll be like well we're gonna cancel schools because these old bus drivers can't do it you know like oh my god it's definitely uh we are definitely spoiled on the. If there is ice, shit just does not work around here. That is hilarious to me. Oh my god, I wish, I wish that was a thing here, buddy. We get fucking, we get all that shit. You know, you get, we have. So it's like, say they'll they'll say on the on the news, like, oh, it's minus minus fifty with the wind chill, but uh, you know, just bundle up, you'll be all right. It's like, motherfucker, if you go outside, you'll die. Right. If you're outside for more than you know more than ten minutes, you'll get dead from exposure i'm like obsessed i talk about this podcast way too often but i'm obsessed with this tv show called alone on the history channel okay where people just survive out in the wilderness yeah it's like real life survivors how i explain it Mm -hmm. to everybody and um every other season is on a place called vancouver island which i don't know if that's like a known place in fucking canada but i know it's in canada and every time it's like oh the temperature and it says something super fucking cold because it's like in the arctic and you're like yep fuck that couldn't that's a little too cold. Yeah. yeah, that's a little too cold, man, for sure. But I, if I had to pick, I guess I'd pick. Uh, I I find I can warm up easier than I can cool off, so I'll take right. winter. I agree one hundred percent. And then, not even preparing for this, I just happened to see this today before you agree to be on this podcast. Um, is it true that in Canada, y'all will pour maple syrup onto snow and then roll it up on a stick once it gets cool? Okay, so that's uh, that's what French people do. So they live in Quebec, and we are the furthest thing removed from Quebec you'll ever find. <laughs> we don't, they have they have all their fancy maple syrup trees shit like that. They'll go and they like stab a fucking tree and just like it just pours out of these trees, man. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy, but no, we don't have that shit here. That's too fancy. Yeah, we might dump a case of beer in the snow and fucking keep it cold, but that's about it. 
Oh, hell yeah. I know when I learned that, like, maple syrup's, like, this real, uh, like, at some point in time as an adult, I had this realization, like, oh, I've probably never had real maple syrup in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, we just have, like, this sugar syrup right. shit that's kind you of have, You have corn here. syrup that they call maple syrup, yeah. Right, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, when I go to, like, go get donuts and stuff, like, I fucking love maple donut. Like, maple is my shit. And so, that's like, when shit. I when I had this realization of, like, oh, fuck. I bet I never even had a real maple syrup before. So, no, you've never had a real maple syrup donut. <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell is this shit? So someday I'll have to figure it out. Um, I've never had a desire to get a passport or leave the country, but I forget that, like, Canada is another country. So maybe someday I I can make my way to visit uh, in Canada. But Maybe someday, buddy. Yeah, you got if you come up here, you'll want to go to uh, BC. BC is beautiful. Vancouver. I've never been, but I've heard it's nice. Alberta's great. Saskatchewan is where I'm from. We're a lot like Oklahoma with less hills. And uh, Manitoba's pretty much the same. I think Ontario's all right. I don't know. But just don't go to, well, you know what? You're going right to Quebec for those maple syrup trees. So you, you start there and work your way back. <laughs> perfect, perfect. And then, so it seems like, are you more in like, here's how I know uh, my, my, can, my Canadians is are you more like trailer park boys Canadian? Because that's also my shit. Yeah, pr- pretty much, pretty much Saskatchewan is trailer park boys Canadian. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Hell yeah! Um, so when I was in college, I came across that show, and me and my <laughs> roommate Powwow, uh, he loves it. Like he loves it way more than me, and yeah. we just fucking. I downloaded, you know, this is before, right before Netflix had streaming and all that. I yeah. just pirated them all. And um, I just was like, oh my God, this show's so fucking good. And I actually really haven't kept up since they went to Netflix, you know, and started making new episodes. I watched the yeah. first few episodes and it was good. But to me, there's something about Ricky. Yeah, Ricky just looks too old and Julian looks like he's had plastic surgery. And Bubbles yeah. is still great because, I mean, how can he not be? But. I don't know. I fucking love. There was a time in my life where like Trailer Park Boys is like a top five most important thing in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah, those guys. Those guys make me fucking laugh so much. Ricky's a Ricky's a moron. Right, Mister Leahy. Mister Leahy was my favorite. <laughs> I am the liquor bud. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Well, I I think what actually the way we really got into it, if I remember correctly, is the the movie, not the original. You know, black and white movie, but the mm-hmm. the big dirty I think was the first like Trailer Park Boy movie, and yeah. someone in our fraternity because I was in a fraternity like got it and we all watched it at someone's house, and some people you know kind of liked it or whatever, but I was like, this is like amazing, and then I you know went and looked it up, realized they had a whole TV you know had seasons and shit, oh, and then that's right. how I downloaded it. But I was like, oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> to where, like, so funny. Uh, now, like uh, me and my, my roommate from college, Powell, we basically talk to each other in analogies from Trailer Park Boys and from Stargate <laughs> SG One. Like okay, that's that's a hell of a mix. <laughs> those were our two shows in college, and Stargate SG One was so old. But I just we were like, "Fuck it, we're binging this shit." And, mm. and there's 210 episodes or something of Stargate SG One, and then we watched Holy all shit. the other spinoff series and shit. So there's even more. But there, because there are so many, it's kind of like Star Trek. You can always be like, oh, this movie's kind of like that one episode of Stargate where this, this, and this happened. Like, there's just right. so many that you can always do that. So we do it all the you time. Could. Yeah. 
That's so funny. That's fucking hilarious, man. Um, all right, and my only last Canadian thing is I grew up in the era where Disney was trying to make us all hockey fans. So, like, I was... Oh, okay. <laughs> Mighty Ducks and all that shit. Right. It's like the Mighty Ducks, like, I was the demographic. I love D2 Mighty Ducks especially. I think the first one, of course, is good, but the second one really was just my shit. The shed. second one? Second one is the best one. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. And then the third one was bullshit. I hated it, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. I think they made a fourth, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, they if they did, I, I missed it. I'm glad I did. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> But yeah, so I remember getting like for one Christmas like a hockey stick to go with my rollerblades and like we were yeah. all trying to play street hockey because you know there was no fucking snow or ice or anything where I lived. <laughs> Not for like any amount of time that you could really play hockey. And I just remember for like right. a, a year we just were like we all love this and I was always trying to do the knuckle puck. You know, I like was going to say yeah, like who was doing the thing. knuckle puck. <laughs> uh, so, That's so fucking I think about it often. I recent, not recent, a couple years ago, I finally got an NHL video game because that is the way I get into sports. I have to get the video game, learn the video rules, games. and then yeah. what? Uh, what year? What year did you get? I want to say I got seventeen. Okay, NHL well, seventeen, cool. like it was on sale, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll try it out." And I played through a year in a, whatever, like some sort of Canadian minor league system. Like you play yeah. a year, yeah. and yeah. that was really fun. But I learned, you know, a lot of a lot of rules kind of understood some strategy that you that you need to do to score and shit but it's still like mm-hmm. a video game so it's a gaming system yeah. you don't quite yeah. get the nuances um yeah for sure but it is something that i you can't will a sport to be more popular of course but it always seemed like something i could get into it just doesn't get right. that much airtime and then having a local team really helps you know as a kid i claim to like the san jose sharks because when i would play the super nintendo game or whatever that's just who (laughs) i would choose it wasn't for any fucking real reason Uh, but it's like i learned once we got the oklahoma city thunder here in oklahoma like i was an nba fan before that but then i became like a fucking huge nba fan you know like you get who was your team who was your team before the thunder um, I honestly really liked the Sonics, which became the Thunder a lot because I loved Gary Payton growing up. Um, and then yeah, I liked Sean Kemp, and I loved Charles Barkley. So I always liked players, and I liked Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. when he first came in. But that again, both yeah. of those related to video games. Charles Barkley had a Sega game called Barkley Shut Up and Jam, and I loved it. <laughs> and That's then. Right. And then on the Nintendo 64, Kobe 64, Bryant. Kobe's courtside. Courtside. Yeah, I bought it the day it came out and was like, well, I love that's Kobe Bryant. So, I don't know. I don't know if I really loved him or if it was just some sort of – like, I know I didn't love Michael Jordan. You know, like, mm-hmm. I watched his documentary, documentary and it's amazing, The Last Dance. Like, he was amazing. He's the best. But just living yep. in the moment, I could never be that kid that liked the best shit. You know what I mean? Like right. I always wanted to be the go for the underdog, go for number two. If we watched a cartoon, yeah. I'm sure you as a kid did the same thing where you and your friends would be like, well, I'm that one. I'm the red ranger and I'm the green ranger. You yeah. know, like, like I was never going to be, dude, I'm the blue ranger, man. Yeah. Right, like I was never going to be the red ranger. I was never going to be uh Rocky on the three ninjas. You know, I was never going to be the number, <laughs> the, the main person. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be the supporting cast. Yeah, for, yeah, sure. for some reason. That was just the way I was. Oh, I got you. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. That's good. It's the way I, reason I don't like the Dallas Cowboys because everyone, yeah, everyone around here just fucking loved them. 
And I yeah. was, I hated it. I hated how everyone loved them. And I was like, well, I like the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that was my They're team. They're a good team, bro. And so that's how I've lived my life. Um, good for you. So for you. anyway, man, I just want, I don't know how we got off on that tangent, but that's always good. It's how my podcast rolls. Um, Love it, buddy. Recently, you, you've had some changes on your podcast. So how are you expecting all that to go? Like, from what I understand, you started your podcast solo, and then uh, Troy, I believe, joined yep. your podcast. And so he was on both That's times right. I called in, and then recently he has taken a break. So you're back to being yeah. solo. Yeah, I'm going solo. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I started I started doing it myself, and uh, certainly it was always. I don't know. I had I had way more fun when Troy was on, but I'm gonna just keep trucking along, you know, and keep doing my thing. Cause I have too much fun doing it to, to stop. Maybe I'll look into getting guest co-host before he comes back or whatever, something like that. But right. You know, yeah. I mean, not, I keep it, you know, mine's like my show, you know, it's a podcast, MO, but I have had, you know, a guest on every episode, you know, I do not I do us. I've really considered trying to do a solo episode. That might be something yeah. I try to do in the two hundreds. Um, yeah, I just feel like you got to be a little more prepared because you can't like, for instance, me and you didn't prepare anything about the icy roads of Oklahoma earlier. And that took up a good no. five minutes. And no, so, cool. like, that's the stuff I enjoy. Whereas and if I just was by myself, I would have to actually know what the fuck I was going to talk about. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. That's my biggest concern about trying to, like, not have someone to talk to. It's like I, I don't think anybody wants to hear me sit here and talk to myself for fucking 45 minutes or whatever. I don't think I could do it. Right. Well, and I listen to some, you know, it's a lot of sports podcasts and video game podcasts. And, um, I try to take notes, you know, I don't like trying to copy them, but I realize like Ron Rosillo is a guy that used to work for ESPN. And now he has a sports podcast for the ringer. And I love the ringer. So I listen to a lot of their podcasts and I think he is so good as a solo podcaster. Like he's just, he's so aware that he does like the, He's the douchebag gym rat guy. Like, I don't know. He's just so aware of his character and like he really plays into it. But he's like mm-hmm. in on the joke. And like there's like some sort of back and forth between him and the listener that like he's talking to right. the listener. You know, and that's a different uh, skill set than like two bears, one cave when Tom Segura and Burt Kreischler are making each other laugh. You know, like it doesn't matter if you right. get it there. Their laughter will be infectious. So like there's just different right. strategies on how how you're running your show and honestly i'm not good enough to decide how any of it's gonna go like every time i hit record it's just a crap shoot yeah yeah for sure I, i'm 100 the same way uh most of the time i literally i just shoot the shit with people you know and see where it goes see where it's see where it gets taken how long it lasts whatever i don't know like we had we had an interview on monday we talked for three hours you know it's just it's whatever yeah, typically once I hit about an hour, I'm like, all right, this shit's probably boring yeah. to someone out there. I guess I'll right, wrap it but up. But the crazy fucking thing about this is, is that we had a three-hour one, and we had like 20 listens on it. So 20 people sat there, at least for, I guess for long enough for it to register that they listened. But right. hypothetically, if 20 people sat there and listened to this for three hours, it's like good for you. That's a fucking commitment. Right. I, I agree. I mean, I had an episode the last time Skinny was on. I need to get him back, I guess. You know, he really tried to talk about some real shit because he doesn't mm-hmm. really let himself out too often. 
and uh, I forgot to record his microphone. So <laughs> it's like I just took the audio from my microphone because he was in the same room and I just turned it up. You know, I try to salvage an episode out of it. Yeah. And I felt like a fucking idiot the whole time. <laughs> but I was like, fuck it. But some people listen to it. You know, I was like, I don't know. I listen to all kinds of podcasts that they'll be like, hey, we have audio difficulties at this part. And I don't ever care. So I hope other people don't. But yeah, I, I'm not a I'm not a huge stickler for that. Half the time on our podcast, we'll fucking lose Internet partway through and have to like restart or whatever. Right. Or piece it together type things. So that's all good. Yeah. I mean, I do a lot in post uh, myself personally. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to be like, well, yeah, let's make cool. this sound uh, halfway decent. Um, yeah. So I'm sure, let me try and think of other things we got going on in the world. You know, here in America, we got a presidential election happening. How do you view all that from, from your northern perspective? Uh, I, I view it about the same way that I viewed it in 2016 when that fucker got elected. It's like, oh, God, what's going to happen now? Right. I I, uh, I don't know. I've I've. I haven't been following too much. I know that what's his name? Biden picked a running mate that Kamala Harris. I don't know a whole hell of a lot about her, but I know Trump is all pissed off or for some reason about her and shit. Right. Well, I I mean, I, I mean, I do dislike Trump. Like I'm pretty adamant on this podcast. If I just think he's a dumb person, I don't think he's qualified to be president, but I do also think, um, it could be worse. I think a lot of things he does, he does for publicity's sake, and it's not necessarily because he is an idiot. Uh, I think he's proven a point that it doesn't matter who the fuck the president of the United States is because that doesn't really have real power. I don't know. Like, we have. Yeah, you kind of think he's doing a bit. Almost. I mean, I don't think he's that smart. I've said on this podcast before, like, it's kind of like the movie The Stupids with Tom Arnold, you know, it's based on the books. Mm -hmm. It's like the family was so fucking stupid, but like they would coincidentally happen and and all this shit. And it's like, I don't know if it's that he's so dumb it goes that way or if he really is pulling one over, you know, um, and showing some. I don't I don't really, I guess, think he's like an evil genius, but sometimes I also just. I agree with the narrative, and I guess it's because I'm surrounded by conservatives that love him, you know, so I kind of try to see their point. I understand this whole, like, the people give him too much shit, that media wants to pick on him instead of reporting real news. and stuff. Like, I agree. People are way too into the, the persona of Trump as opposed to, like, what's some laws and shit. Like, what's the initiatives people are trying to pass? But I agree. Right. He says horrible, horrible shit. You know, he's yeah, he, he says horrible <laughs> shit and then that like takes away any legitimacy he has as like a world leader, really, I think. At least at least up here, you know. Right. It's kind of some of the some of the sanctions he's imposed on like trade and things like that. It's like, you know what, you fucker, like <laughs> what what are you trying to do? Right. Well he basically shut down a steel mill up here and shit, and it's just I don't know. It's fucking stupid. Like uh I guess I also try to look at it from like recently we have this whole COVID thing happening around and we got like these stimulus checks going out yeah, and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. And you know, the Republicans are like, no, we can't because if we give out stimulus checks, then people will want to be unemployed, which I yeah. guess is like from some, some level I get like from trying to think about the economy, but I don't think that really should be the important thing at the moment. If this is a real pandemic, again, a lot of people think it's fake. I don't fuck. I'm not a scientist, but I think my grandma is going to die from it. So I don't know. Makes me want to be like, hey, how about we cannot have people die? Um, yeah, how about that? Yeah, that would be something. 
so, but like the Democrats, for instance, they want to act like all high and mighty and very self-righteous, but yet then they have to like squeeze in extra shit into their bill, right? To like mm-hmm. fund something completely different. Like they're not all fucking good either, you know? So like, right. and I've always been the type, and I this is kind of why I'm not religious. I really dislike self-righteous people. And I mm-hmm. do think conservative evangelicals in America for sure are also self-righteous. You know, they preach all this like love people like Jesus and then they actually hate, spew hate or whatever. But also right. the Democrats do the same thing just in a political way where they're like they preach all this good shit. But then when you look at like some bills they write, you're like, well, they're that's still not fucking right. sneak. Yeah, they sneak some shit in there. You're like, hey, I didn't fucking vote for that. Yeah. Right. So that's why I try that's to politicians. That's all politicians play in the game, dude. It's, it's very matter. true. Um, and I, so I try to vote libertarian. You know, I enjoy that party's ideas, but I do think it requires a lot of trust in people. It's probably not all. It probably can't all really work because people suck, you know, because it's a lot of like, hey, people don't fuck with you. You don't fuck with them. You know, you own all the guns you want. And if someone fucks with you, then you show them your gun and it'll all be cool. And I'm like, I don't know. It's never that easy, but it's never that easy. I enjoy the thought, you know, I'm like, I enjoy (laughs) what they're all about. Um, you know, I kind of gone where I've, I've, I've never owned a gun. I don't plan on it or anything. And I used to be like, I don't see why people need these guns to where I've kind of come all the way around of like, you know what? A lot of people own all kinds of crazy guns and don't kill people. So I kind of get the argument of like, statistically speaking, I mean, very few people do anything crazy, you know? So like it is, it is, it is definitely a mental health issue, but the thing is no one wants to fucking fund that shit either. So that's right. It's it's not going to solve itself. Um, no. So anyway, we look at Canada, at least I do. And I've always just known like y'all have like, you know, your universal health care. And I've heard differing stories of like, some people think that's great. And some people think it's horrible. And then, uh, I don't really know. I would assume it seems great. But, you know, in America, we hear a horror story of like, and you wait six months to get your arm in a cast. Oh, no, no, not for um, not for anything like that. Like if you go if you go to the hospital, you'll be you'll be taken care of for sure. You might have to wait a little bit, but it's not going to cost you a dime. You know, like there's weights for say, like if you need like um, if you need like a test done. So that's like a CAT scan or some shit like that. That that could take a couple months, you know, if it's not like emergent, if it's just like a doctor saying, Hey, you know, maybe we'll go and fucking look at your brain and see what's going on. You know, if you're there fucking bleeding out on the table, they'll fucking take care of you for free. Right. I mean, to me, it makes sense. uh, The whole universal healthcare thing. Now I had a friend in college who's had family members who were doctors and he was, uh, in his mind on his way to pre-med, you know, okay. I don't know if he had the grades for it or not. And then Obama became president and passed the universe, you know, the Obamacare thing. Yeah, and he yeah, was Obama. like, I'm not going to med school because doctors won't make enough money. And that was like his oh whole thing. God. And then my thought was like, well, then they don't need you as a doctor, you know, if that's yeah. what, what you're in it for. But I get that. That is a, a motivating factor. I just, I think right now insurance companies are the middleman fucking everybody. You know, like, and I think it's so, like, weird that people don't see it. And it's because they give people jobs. And that's, like, 
when they say like let's get rid of insurance companies, people are like, what about the people with those jobs? Like that's a thing that gets brought up. Fuck them. They'll find something else. That's what I said. I mean, that's what they say about coal miners. So it's like, well, okay, you're like coal miners. What about farmers? Well, fuck them. They'll find something else. What you know? Any any industry you can say that to. Good fuck, man. That's fucking stupid. Right, and so (laughs) insurance companies, insurance people like you know, for people that don't understand, like if you don't have insurance and you go to the hospital in America, like they'll charge you some outrageous number. But like when they mm-hmm. charge that to an insurance company who has thousands and thousands of people they insure, the insurance company will counter with, we're not paying you that much. We'll pay you this much. Here's our counter offer. And then the hospitals have to negotiate or they're not going to get paid or they're going to get screwed right. over in future things. So like the insurance companies just literally jam up the whole fucking thing. Like, Right. So if we could rather eliminate that through a universal health care or just say, hey, that can't fucking happen. People got to pay cash at the goddamn, you know, or make up a payment plan on their own. I don't know how you would do it, you know, without insurance companies um, and it not be universal health care. But I thought like there has to be some sort of other system because what we're doing now of privatizing a middleman that then has yeah. they don't even have to be upholding to anything else. It doesn't seem like I don't know. It's fucking weird. It's, I don't know, man. Healthcare is such a fucked up thing. Like, honest to God, everybody should be able to just get the shit they need as far as like prescriptions or anything like that. That should be, that should just be taken care of without, without someone having to, to heckle, you know, to heckle with and say, oh, well, you can't, I'm not going to fucking give you this much money for this because it's not worth that. It's like, well, motherfucker, what is my health worth? Right. You can't put a price tag on it. So why do you charge for it? Well, where I'm from, uh, uh, it's Jefferson County in Oklahoma, and okay. Oklahoma is one of the bit like high, highest rates of um, medicinal pills. You know, like uh, pills. Yeah, yeah, like abuse. opioids and shit. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And they were the most overprescribed uh, county, or the second most overprescribed county in Oklahoma around the time I was in college. And then uh, the county over was the was the most. And you know, my grandma being at the time in her fifties in that area, like she would just go to the doctor and they would just be like, here's Valium, here's Xanax. Like they just would give all these elderly people and younger, anybody like it was like they were fishing for customers. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't about health. It was like, well, here we can just give you pills as long as they're coming to us to see us every, however often, you know, we're going to charge on the doctor visit fee. Yeah, and they're they're dealers. Exactly, exactly. And so, uh, once they got rid of a couple doctors in that area, uh, it's def it's gone down a whole lot because they had a couple doctors that have been doing it for decades. Just yeah, over prescribing people for sure. Yeah, and I became aware because my grandma one time I went down there and uh, she just really wasn't herself, and I knew she had been on medicine, but I told my mom, my mom's a nurse, and I was like, okay. hey. Uh, you need to go fucking visit grandma. Like something's fucking not right, you know? And she was like, well, we'll go over there tomorrow. And we went over there and she was like, show me all the pills you have. And then she like pulled out all these pills that it's like, mom's like, there's no way you should be taking these. Like you don't, yeah, or you're taking, you know, you don't need half of those. Right. She's like, you don't take a volume and then two Xanax. Like who told you to no. do that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. It'd yeah. be like, it would fuck me up. You know, my grandma's yeah, no, no. not my size. So, um, it's a crazy world, crazy world living. Yeah. And uh, I think that's the stuff that is definitely um, more, it, it's all important stuff. And then like when COVID happens, I think it just further, at least from where where I'm at, you know, further shows like people, people be like, I'm just not going to the doctor. Cause fuck that. They're going to charge me $10,000 to cure me of COVID. Right. 
Right, exactly. You know, and I and I hate all that shit about. Well, how do you how do you feel about uh, like Russia Russia leading the way with the vaccine and shit? Um, yeah, I saw that. I saw where they have not hit like stage three testing or you know whatever the normal. Didn't they push through and they're doing stage three anyways, or they they skipped something? They well, skipped one. Stage they or... claim to go ahead and put it in Putin, Putin's daughter. Um, okay. The vaccine, like that was his big like. It's safe enough for my daughter. It's safe enough for you. So whether yeah, he really yeah, believes yeah. it or that was not the real vaccine, you know, if they filmed yeah. it or whatever. Um, I've always been fascinated with Russia. I took Russian in high school. Um, okay. I didn't learn it or anything. You know, I took one one year, and then I went to this summer camp that had a Russian teacher that taught a little Russian. And through her, I really liked her, and she would teach a little about Russian culture. And I, so I grew up as a teenager thinking. Russia was a little misunderstood. I feel like they're trying their best. I'm sure their people just want happiness like everyone else. And for some reason, we always hate Russia. And like, I just always thought that. And then. Because they're communists, bro. Right. America hates commies, dude. And then whenever like Obama was president and people were still hating Russia, you know, pretty good. Um, I was like. (laughs) Honestly, Russia seems just like the Republican Party, what they want, like low taxes. Uh, they're against homosexual relationship. Yeah. Like there's just all this shit that seems so Republican. Yeah, they just have a different name. They're called Republicans in America. Yeah, and sure. then they, they back Trump or whatever, you know, and have, I don't know. I don't know really if it's cheating, if they just made Facebook accounts and then made propaganda because people have been making propaganda for like, hundreds of years for different shit so like i don't know if that's like election fraud like some people want to claim i'm like no people fell for shit but that's because they're stupid i don't yeah i don't know it's that's weird but uh you know russia definitely gets involved and now now we want to villainize them some more and you can't say you like russia without people thinking you like trump which i don't i just think the russian people have a very deep long history that yeah. us in america don't know fuck about like we don't right, learn th- anything about Russia. That's right, and I, and like you said, you know, the, the Russian people just want to do their thing. They're not they're not responsible for any of the shady bullshit that's going on in the fucking Kremlin or anything like that. Right. You know, they're just trying to have their families and whatever, take care of their kids and shit like that. Like they're not these villainous fucking. It's not like it's not like a fucking army of Cobra fucking around to try right. to. I mean, they come probably after America. Have a couple guys, uh, you know, doing a podcast or whatever, just shooting the shit, and they have about as much to do with Putin as me and you have to do with Trump or with Trump. You yeah. know, like <laughs> it has nothing to do with one another. Like it's a different mm-hmm. world. Uh, Absolutely. I'm also fascinated with this pedophile thing, right? The save our children thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's so interesting because you can't be against it. Right. You can't. You can't be against people saying pedophilia is bad, like because pedophilia is bad. I think we can all agree it's fucking the worst thing ever. Um, 100%. Any normal person you meet is fucking against it. So you can't really be against that. But it is strange to me, and I cannot let this go, of like no one cared until Black Lives Matter happened and until yeah. this other stuff. So it's like 
I don't know how to reconcile that because, like, for me, as someone who, again, I'm sure not that religious these days, but when I was first getting out of religion, I was all the time like, these priests fuck kids. You know, like, I was, like, yeah. fucking pissed <laughs> yeah. about it and telling everybody, and people didn't give a fuck, right? Like, yeah. and we've known about people being raped and molested and girls being groomed. For and years. Even when I was a teenager, you know, older men would say some nasty shit to some 14-year-old girl, and you just fucking go about your business. So I'm glad it's all getting people are talking about it. I think that's all great. I just think the whole like, why is it popping up now? Why is why why are they getting you worked up? You know, if I'm like in the conspiracy mindset, like what are they trying to distract you from by getting you onto this thing? Like, it's just hard for me, right? Like, it's just hard for me not to look at all that. And something I saw this morning, actually, the recording. You know, I'm not a a pro Trump or pro Biden person. I'm not going to vote for either one of them. I think both of them probably have some pedophilia sort of past. I just Mm -hmm. I don't believe any of the politicians or rich people aren't after watching that Epstein documentary. And I seen someone just this morning that was a Trump supporter, but they've also been on the whole save our children thing on my Facebook friends list. They pull this huge thing of like, this is why Trump's not involved. So like they already had these whole like excuses of how they could be against pedophiles and against the rich, except Trump because Trump is the white knight. That's going to save us all from the pedophiles. (laughs) And then it's like, it just gets under my skin. Cause I'm like, if in the documentary I watch, a fucking girl gives a testimony that Trump had sex with her, you know, and I guess sure. it's not sex if they're underage. That's called rape. Uh, you know, like I, that's all. I mean, I see that and I'm like, if you believe the other shit's real, but not that part, then that's just you picking and choosing because he's done some. I'm, I'm sure he's done some weird shit to his daughter, too. Dude, he has said some weird shit. Like, I don't have kids or whatever, but I cannot imagine me having a no, daughter. You don't, you don't. You don't fucking say that. What, what, what the fuck? Some, I'm trying to remember some of the shit he said about. Oh, she looks good. Like I, I date her or whatever right. or something like. If she that. wasn't my daughter, I'd date her or something. Yeah, fucking gross. Yeah, it's like you're fuck. You're fucking gross. You don't fucking say that. If my mom daughter. said that shit about me, I'd slap her. Yeah, it's like fuck you. <laughs> don't talk to me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, and the, the, what I can't get over also is that he was on the apprentice like he had a reality show forever that i watched i watched like the first seven seasons of that shit like yeah, yeah it's not bad it's pretty good my mom watched it so i'd watch it you know when i was in high school and you know it's yeah. like a yeah look at him he's firing people and he has a little uh, catch uh, cool yeah now oh my fucking god <laughs> he's running the country and what the hell's happening yeah yeah it's it's very very strange um and then ev- everyone also let that Wayfair thing go really quickly, which I was. Yeah, what was that about? We talked about that when you were on ours last week or week yeah, before. Yeah, I, I apparently from the story it was. Selling kids when they buy the furniture, you get an ottoman, you get a child. Is that what? It- More or less, it was like if you bought this uh, armoire, uh, it, it would be like two hundred bucks. But if you bought that same armoire with a different name and the name was some little girl's name or what you could imagine would be uh, a female name. Anyway, it was like $25,000 and 200, you know, it was just like so much more than the other ones. And then these names were matching up to missing children posters. Um, and so you're like, Oh shit, that's crazy. And then the Wayfair CEO like resigned and then people are just like, Oh, who cares? She kind of moved on. Oh my God. So that was fucked. Right. And then maybe it is all bullshit, you know, maybe it is all conspiracy theory shit, but it was so interesting for it to be like, wow. And again, I hate to keep giving these conservatives and Republicans credit, but like they are right in the fact that media is not talking about any of the pedophilia shit. 
Yeah. They really are. And so, like, every day that they don't mention it on any of these channels, um, it just feeds into the conspiracy that the people that own the media networks are pedophiles, and that's why they're not sharing this story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So even 100%. if it isn't true, it just keeps, it's going to keep feeding and feeding. Zip. It looks bad. Right. It just looks bad. Like uh, John Legend's wife, I shouldn't refer to her that way, Chrissy Teigen. I think she's probably even more famous than him, but I fucking love John Legend. You know, she had a little thing where she was on the list, I think, uh, of the Epstein flight log. And then she also, people went through her old Twitter, and she had some really pedophilia-ish tweets. Things of like. Really? Like shit of like this eight year old girl doing the splits better watch out looking all sexy or so like weird shit about little kids. Um, what in the fuck? And so people were like, well, I guess she tried to film as they were jokes, and then she blocked all these people that were like, you're a pedophile, you know, you're part of the Hollywood elite. And then people kind of just defended her, like in the media side of things, like she's being harassed by these crazy people. And I'm like, yeah, but she said some weird pedophile shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think if you're saying weird pedophile shit, you're going to get fucking harassed. At least do better. Right. And, you know, like, I love Louis C.K. In my opinion, the story that came out at the time was he asked women if he could pull his dick out and jack off in front of them. They said yes, but then after the fact, they said, well, they didn't. They felt like they were forced to say yes because, he was a, because of his power. And at that time, I was like, I kind of get it, but still, I feel like in his mind, he probably thought he did the right thing. Oh, no. So anyway, he gets canceled forever, but then someone like this like says weird pedophile shit, and then the media defends them. So I think when that happens, and then people are like, hey, guys, I think the media's in on this shit. I just get where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> it's so fucked up. The whole thing's fucked. Right, and then another part of me wants to think this is all National Enquirer distracting you while some other crazy shit happens behind the scenes that we can't even predict. You know? Like, yeah. yeah. It's distracting us from the alien invasion in fucking September. And Right, well, they already said that they basically said aliens are real. I mean, they said we've found... Space. Oh, yeah, we found signs of life and blah, 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 blah. Like, we found crafts that weren't made of from our planet, shit like that. Um, and it's like, yeah, that's that's awesome. Like, you know, I'm a huge ancient aliens dude, so I was like, yes, yeah, give go. me all this information. But Where's Giorgio now? Yeah, yeah no, one, no one really cares anymore. They're like, oh, yeah. it's okay. We have all this other drama going on. And all then, these other problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, all I really want to know is I wish I could trust any news source. You know, anytime someone is like, hey, here's the latest stats on, you know, any COVID information of any other country. I'm like, I don't know if any of this is true. You know, you'll read something on like Sweden or then something on Germany. And then I'm like, I don't know. How do I know any of this is true? And then I feel like an idiot because I'm like, that's what people who I disagree with say. They're like, how would I believe your information? But yeah. I'm like, it's just You're the not world we're in. I'm not going to wear a fucking mask. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, where we're at here, uh, kind of speaking of the mask thing, uh, a couple schools have started recently and then like within a okay. week shut down because people all got yeah. COVID. So I heard, I heard about one in Georgia that shut down big time after like only five days or something like that. Yeah. There's a thousand, na- thousand cases or whatever it was. There is a neighboring town that started yesterday morning at 8 a.m. and okay. they closed today at noon. So 
okay. And it's funnier, uh, not funnier, but funnier, uh, because last night, I guess after their first day, they made a big social media post about how it was a first great day and all these precautions really paid off. And then this and morning, then I guess. No, so sorry. Many, yeah, this morning, I guess a bunch of people tested positive or whatever. There's another town here in Oklahoma that a kid went to date to the first day of school knowingly having COVID. Like, he already tested positive and went to school anyway. And, still and so, like, sense. you know, it, it, we'll see what happens. I'm still of this mindset. Like, I think it's a big deal. Like I said, my grandma, who does have medical issues, she she's probably going to yeah. pass from the last I heard. Um, yeah. So that's sad, and but I, I get it. That happened. She could have got the flu, and that could have happened. So you know, if the death rate really is super low, um, and they could keep that, and maybe in a few years it is a common cold or whatever. But I do think right now, from what I've seen, and who knows if my shit's reliable, um, you know, people need respirators. So if pe- more people yeah. get it, there aren't enough respirators. Like that's a big factor. People don't quite factor into their death rate where they're like, yeah, the death rate is low because we have enough respirators right now. Yeah. But the problem is when that runs out, you're fucked. Exactly. So you're keeping you alive. But then you think about all the, all the effects of being in a fucking basically medically induced coma for a couple of weeks while you're on a fucking respirator. Right. You know, you're not going to be the same after that. Right. And my, my step grandma, uh, from what I've been told, she was using she was at a hundred percent respirator like use, like none of her okay. her lungs weren't working at all for a couple of weeks. And then it got better where she was at thirty percent of her lungs, seventy percent respirator, and then it's been stuck at that for a few weeks. And the doctors oh, have basically told my grandpa, like, be ready to make the call, you know. Oh, fuck. So I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I feel bad because I'm an adult that should have visited them way more often than I did. You know, I haven't visited mm-hmm. them in a long time. So I feel like an asshole and I was going to yeah. this year and then COVID happened. So it's like one of those, like, God damn it. Um, yeah, that was, I was in a similar boat up here to be honest with you, man. Like my, my grandma was in the hospital and uh, right, kind of right before COVID hit. And then uh, she went from the hospital to a nursing home, you know, and she never, like she didn't get to see her, her husband of 60 plus years, you know, like while she was in the hospital, because everything was shut down for COVID. And then just, you know, it's like, and now your life is completely different and you're, you're in this nursing home and you don't know why. So, yeah. Fucking sucks. Um, I just hope someday when I'm in a nursing home that we have some beat making computers. And oh yeah, bro, you'll be hitting the FL Studios fucking hard. Yeah, FL Studio 120 or whatever they're on. By yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, man. So, do you have any plans next week on your guest on your podcast? Any like you know shit coming up? Yeah, dude, I got. Fuck, let me pull up my calendar. I got Karma. Karma's on Monday based on your recommendation. I talk to her. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday is going to be twenty grands again. Wednesday, Fallon Bowman, and then twenty a band from L.A. The Almsen Almsmen. I can't pronounce it. And then uh, Friday is a Canadian band called Dichroma. That'll be it. Five in a row. Hell yeah, yeah. That's a lot of work. Um, I know y'all just kind of upload straight to it, so y'all don't have to do all the after things. So I'm sure that does help. Um, yeah, yeah, I just upload straight, really, and yeah, I cut maybe I cut a bit off the intro, but other than that, just fucking straight up. Right, and so I, I do a little bit of, uh, you know, like we all have audio cutouts and shit, so I'll try to like band aid up some things. Um, yeah. So I basically spend as much time editing as I do recording, 
And then sometime mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, you know, it's so annoying. <laughs> um, this month I took I took off a month from doing the music podcast. And okay. I've thought about just not doing it. Honestly, like, I want to keep doing it because I feel like it helps people listen to my music. You know, like, mm-hmm. I feel like they feel like I'm cool. I'm playing their music. They'll check mine out. You know, and so that, yep. that plays a part into my, my fear of not doing it at all. Um, mm-hmm. But not having to stress about it or being like, hey, you know, ask people to send me music and then half it's of them nice. don't fucking share it anyway, you know, when it's, it's out. So it's like, what the fuck is this all for? You know, like you have those. Yeah, I, I hate that. It's like, God damn it. Just at least click the fucking RT once, man. Just once. Right. So um, I don't know. It You know, I, I try not to be too much of a hater about it because it is well, fun. Uh, but it's also... I the the format I set up of having skinny and then also another co-host, I think that getting that third person over here sometimes is difficult to figure out who it's gonna be and all that. So I may mm-hmm. just cut it down to me and skinny moving forward, uh mm-hmm. streamline it a little bit, maybe move it right. along a little quicker. So um things I think about, you know, and I'm sure you're the same way where you're always kind of thinking of like, ah, what can I do on the podcast a little a little different yeah. in the future, things like that. Yeah, just tighten up some loose ends and shit like that, for sure. Right, and I just need to get Skinny on more. You know, he's a favorite of of some listeners because he just brings weird energy. You know, and sometimes mm-hmm. you need that shit. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Myself, but all right, man. Um, I don't really have that much else. Uh, you know, I appreciate you making time to fucking call into the podcast, though. And uh, oh, I hope everyone, of course, checks out your podcast. Um. If you have a song, I could play a song from your band at the end of this, but uh, and I'm sure I even had the limbo song somewhere. I wish I had to find it. <laughs> I'll send you. I'll send you something. Sweet, sweet man. Appreciate it. Um, all right. Anything else, man? No, nah, that's it. I just want to thank you for having me on here, bro. I'll come back again anytime when I got time for sure. All right, dude. Sounds good. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, peace. Peace.
to see As if for the first time You choose to feel Though it tears your heart apart Your spine tingles You wake up with dry heaves Oh, you discover things you begin to live It's a ridiculous predicament When you find a cure for your ailments When sunlight penetrates The blue sky reverberates Oh, it's a ridiculous predicament When you find a cure Remember when, never thought I could smile, I was a different man then Through the years since it begins, finally navigated a win I walked away that day, never again That's how it is, living life with divisions Embracing desolation, spiraling in and out of depression Into eternity, the futility cannot be overstated Someday still I feel like happiness is overrated All the worst I've been better, doesn't matter now In a state of homeostasis, finally breathe The most strict predicament, a judgment for all Close the curtains, avoid the writing on the wall Writing on the wall with the retinol 